Hi there, I'm talking to you. Yes, you. My name is Sherry, my pup's name is Sunny, and we're training to be an animal-assisted counseling team. You're listening to the Therapy Dog Talk podcast, the show that interviews past, present, and future therapy dog teams about how they're making an impact in their communities. Today we're talking with Marin about her experiences volunteering with her standard poodle Dazu through Alliance of Therapy Dogs as part of Los Angeles International Airport's LAX Pups program. We'll discuss why she wanted to volunteer at LAX, what training path they took to prepare for therapy dog work, and what it's like to volunteer as a therapy dog team at a major international airport. Before we hop in, if you're just getting started on your therapy dog journey and feeling a bit lost, I've put together a free guide for you, which you can find on my website at freeguide.therapydogtalk.com. Without further ado, meet Marin and Dazu. Hi, Marin. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Long time no see. I know. We had so much fun the other day. We sure did. And it's Marin. Aaron with an M. Marin. Good to know. Like Karen, Marin, you know. Well, I will remember now, Marin. Even yeah. when we're in person, people only say the dog's name, so I never know. Exactly, exactly. We're always so focused on the dog. And I'm so fortunate that I've actually met you in person a few times. Like, it's not often when you get on these things, you've actually encountered the person in real life. So I'm so glad to be here with you today. Yeah, it's definitely a rare treat for sure. Marin, do you want to introduce yourself and your pup? Sure. My name is Marin, and I live in Southern California near Los Angeles. And this is Dazu. Let's see if I can get Dazu on. Oops, I stepped on his tail. Come here, Dazu. He's like, no, thanks, Mom. Right here. He's going to the groomer tomorrow, so he, he's kind of a mess. Can you see him? Yeah. yeah. Hey, Daz. Hi, Dazu. <laughs> Dazu is going to be four on Thursday. Oh, wow. Happy birthday, Dazu. I know. Happy birthday, buddy. Four. So big. I know. I can't believe it. It went so fast. And that means you've made it through adolescence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think he's still a little bit of an adolescent, which is fun. You know, some of us choose to never grow up. I I know. I think he's always going to steal socks and my pajamas. I mean, if you leave them lying around, they're free game. (laughs) Yeah. So Marin, how did you first find out about therapy dogs? So I actually encountered Pups on Stressing Passengers a few years ago when we didn't have a dog. I've always had standard poodles my whole life. And Dazu is actually my fourth. And we were, our other dog, he was 14 when he passed away. He was a brown standard poodle. And I was really wanting another dog. And I met these people at an event from the PUPS program. And I thought, this is so amazing. I already encountered um, service dogs because I have a disabled nephew who has a dog from Canine Companions for Independence. But I knew that wasn't, you know, I didn't need a service dog. I wanted something where I could help people and keep my dog. I never considered being a puppy raiser because I think for me, it would be too difficult to pass the dogs along like they do when they train for service animals. So anyway, I always had the intention of getting another standard poodle and one that would become a therapy dog with the pups program. Okay. So when I was looking for another standard poodle, that was one of the criteria that I told people I was looking for as a dog that was going to be temperament tested and Mm -hmm. would hopefully be a good therapy dog. And then from the minute I got him, I started taking him as soon as he had gotten all of his vaccines that, you know, and allow him to go out 
I started taking him to various events and just immediately knew that, you know, people gravitated to him. The fur or the hair on a poodle feels so nice. And even as a puppy, people would come over and he loved it. He just thrived on the attention. He sat beautifully. Wheelchairs didn't bother him. Strollers didn't bother him. None of that bothered him. So he was like born to be a therapy dog. And so then I just started taking classes and he got his canine good citizen and then a couple of different trick titles, intermediate and advanced. And then we applied. And so through the PUPS program, they work with the Alliance of Therapy Dog Network. So I knew immediately that even though there are a lot of amazing programs out there, I knew that that was the one that I needed to apply to in order to be able to work at the airport. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm actually a little bit bitter because I used to fly all the time for work until like November 2019. So slightly unrelated to COVID, but similar. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I lived at LAX and I never saw that program ever. And yeah, I hear that. I would have had it like a year ago and I was like, where were these dogs when I was so thirsty for animals? <laughs> okay, so I promise you when you fly out of LAX the next time I will meet you there with dogs. <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of people tell me that when I'm there at the airport. It's really hit and miss. There are approximately 90 different teams because okay. we're a therapy dog team. And so we don't all have like a set schedule. Many yeah. will go at the same time, but so you never know. And there are so many terminals, unlike so many other places where people volunteer, LAX is a 24-hour operation. Right. So you could encounter a dog and then never see another dog for a long time. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what it's like to be in PUPS for people who aren't familiar with the program? Yeah, it's amazing. I've done a lot of volunteer jobs in my life. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite one that I've ever done. For me, I love going where you're encountering children, adults, you know, elderly in wheelchairs, people from all different walks of life from all over the world, and how a pup or, you know, a dog can just break the ice. When I first started doing the pups program, you know, it's called Pups Unstressing Passengers, and I would say, would you you like some unstressing? And I've had so many people lately since, you know, people are back flying and everything have said, oh, I don't need to be unstressed. I just want some puppy love. So that's (laughs) what I'm saying now is, would you like some puppy love? So it's really enjoyable because some people just want the puppy love. Some people need it because they are having a really hard time. I have had a lot of people break down crying, just petting Dazu, just lets it gets the tears flowing, you know, because they need it for unstressing. It's just really gratifying to do. Yeah, I bet. So Dazu's four, when did you start being able to volunteer at LAX? It was a really long process. I always knew I wanted to do it, like I said Mm -hmm. before, but I first reached out to get approved and start my testing with the Alliance because first you have to get approved by Alliance of Therapy Dogs and then you get approved by the airport. I went back and looked at my calendar and I started in January 2019. That was the first time I reached out Well, a little bit before that, but to be evaluated. So the first thing we did was I was evaluated by somebody before the pandemic. We had started the process because with Alliance, you need to be observed first at the airport and then two other places like a nursing home or something. But the pandemic shut down everything. So then after that, we were just on hold. And so in February of 2021, 
we actually had to start over with everything, background check, all of that. We started over so that we could get observed. So nursing homes still weren't open. So we were observed in a park, at a Home Depot, at a Petco. The hardest thing for me with the observing was Petco because there's so many different distractions and scents because so many dogs walk in and pee on the floor. So for me, I was really, really, really worried about that one. So we practiced a lot. Yeah. And then we got certified by Alliance. March was the first time we were observed. And then it wasn't until July that I actually met again at the airport for another observation and had a few observations then. And our first time visiting by ourselves was in August. So we've now visited only 10 times since August. But I think for a long time, we'll be able to do this because he's only going to be four. Yeah. Well, and it seems like you've been going more lately, haven't you? I have. If my schedule allows it, I like to go once a week. But if I could, I'd do it every day. But I just, you know, life and it's a volunteer job. So So have they changed the requirements then? Because I know at one point you had to be volunteering through Alliance for two years before you could do the airport program. I think they kind of tweaked it a little bit because he had, no, it was one year, I believe. Mm. But because of the pandemic and he was old enough, you had to, I think, be a year before you can even apply. And then he had his CGC and his other titles. So I think that probably helped. Yeah. Yeah. They had to relax the observations just because most nursing homes would not let you in. Yeah. So thankfully, he knows what he's doing and we work well together. So, you know, I think a lot of it is too. just you have to know your dog you know, what their capabilities are. Absolutely. Yeah. What signs do you look for him when you're volunteering to know like if he's enjoying it or if you need to be done for the day? What's kind of his signal to you? Well, the first thing I can tell you is when we get to the airport and we park and then I throw his vest on him, Mm -hmm. he knows. And I have a specific collar and he wears a bow tie at the airport That's the only thing he wears at the airport. It's the same leash because you have to use a shorter leash, no more than a four-foot leash. And when we're out, I don't usually use those shorter leashes. So he kind of already, like, knows that I have a routine. I stop somewhere. We have a place where we stop and we potty before we get to the airport. So he's in the mindset. And then when we get to the airport, we go through a tunnel in most of the terminals that we're visiting. And he just like practically, you can see on my story sometimes, he's like running. He cannot wait to get to that door. So I know he's like, he's on it. Sometimes, like if he has to go to the bathroom, he'll pull on me. He has like a little, I know what it is. Nobody else would, you know, it's one of those things when you're in tune with your dog. And I know that he's got to go to the potty. Not often, but it has happened. If there's a dog around, usually a passenger's dog or a police dog or, you know, security dog there, I will go and move away because he's just too distracted. It's not fair to him because he can't focus on the passenger. It's not fair to the passenger because he's not really into them. So I'll get out then. And I just try to keep it to two hours. I think that's fair. And it just depends upon how much, you know, if I get a kid that might be pulling too much or a little over aggressive, he won't do anything, but it's just not fair to have his hair pulled or whatever. And I just move along. The great thing is with the pups program, we have a card. I think I gave you one of his cards and that's a really good way for me to move along. Like, Oh, it's so nice meeting you. I hope you have a nice trip. Here's his card, you know, start looking for other dogs so you can collect their cards too, as you travel around the world. So that is my good exit strategy for him. Yeah. That's nice. It makes it a really smooth transition. Exactly. 
Have you ever seen the same passenger more than once? Not a passenger, but employees. At LAX, the employees had not seen the dogs for a long time because we were, had the pandemic and we weren't allowed to go. Right. So now I've seen a couple of the same airport employees and they collect them, the cards, you know, so they're like, oh gosh, you know, there's a pup. Can I come over and say hi? The Pokemon of the airport. You got to catch them all. Exactly. I love it. What's been your favorite part of volunteering? You know, I think number one, getting back out again. I used to travel a lot just for personal and then, you know, before that for work. And I love being at the airport. So that's really fun. I love meeting people from all over the world. I come home and I'm just so grateful that I have this amazing dog who can bring joy to people, unstress them. I love that term because it really does apply. And I've met a lot of really nice people through the program. Heidi, who heads it up, is just so sweet. And Tanisha, who's there as well, they're just, they're terrific. And so I'm really glad that I found this organization. That's really great. Did anything surprise you about your journey to therapy dog or about the work once you got there? how long it took. I never knew that, you know, just the whole process of getting approved and then the pandemic shutting everything down. And then I was surprised at how he adapted so well being back out in the world. Because, you know, like so many pandemic dogs, he was not a pandemic dog because they got him before the pandemic. But, you know, he was home for a long time and not really having interaction with others. So I was really impressed with how he just went back into that mode of sitting and smiling for people and allowing to be pet by people and that strange noises don't bother him or (laughs) I didn't know if they would not having been out in the real world. Yeah. What advice do you have for someone who's interested in volunteering with a dog? Make time for it because it's really, really rewarding, number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, just spend time with your dog, whether they're a puppy or whether they're an older dog at least for the airport program, there are videos online from Alliance, which show you exactly what you need to do in order to be approved and practice. I mean, like I said before, going to the Petco beforehand really was making me worried. And so we just for, you know, a good two weeks, I would take him over to Petco and we would just walk around and I'd show him things and tell him to leave it and, you know, not take the bones off. (laughs) They have, they put a low on purpose, I think, so you can buy them. Um, But, you know, not grab the bones goes shopping so he wanted to go shopping you know that was our intention when we started the instagram was to take him shopping and mm-hmm. then the pandemic hit and that kind of got slowed down we're going back out again and we're doing some of that but it's a lot of work to get all the posts up i have way more photos in my phone than we'll ever get up on instagram i imagine so is there anything else Marin, that you would like to share with people while you're here You know, look for the pups. There are 90 team members at LAX and the pups program or something similar to it is in, I think the latest is 90 different airports around the world. So collect the cards, reach out to me if there's anything I can do to help you or if there are any questions I didn't answer today. And if you're ever coming through LAX and you'd like us to go meet you, just shoot me a direct message on Instagram and hopefully we can coordinate that. I've done that for a few people lately. It's super fun. And Marin, your handle is Poodle Goes Shopping and then LAX Pups has LAX Pups, right? Correct. And Alliance also has Alliance of Therapy Dogs. So they have that as well. All great resources. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Marin. I really appreciate thank you. Your- and thanks everybody for watching. <laughs> All right. Take care. And I'll see you somewhere soon, I'm sure. I hope to see you soon. Happy right, holidays. Bye, bye Dazia. Bye.
I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Therapy Dog Talk. If you did, please do me a favor and leave a review and rating on the podcast platform of your choice. If you have a guest that you think would be a great fit for Therapy Dog Talk, send me an email at hello at therapydogtalk.com. Thank you so much and we'll see you next week.